Well, amen, amen. Good morning, church. It is so great to see all of you here in person and for those of you who are joining us online. Normally every weekend I try to say, you know, uh, introduce myself. I am Ricky Ayala, the senior pastor of this congregation, and I am excited to be here with you as we continue on with a sermon series that is titled, Who Are We? It represents like a church identity of who we want to be. And uh, last week I began this series by unveiling our new mission statement. If you were here last week, I'm going to repeat it again because throughout this uh, whole series and moving on, uh, moving forward, I want to make sure this is at the forefront. It is to uh, pursue Christ, grow together, and impact the world. Can you repeat that with me? To pursue Christ, grow together, and impact the world. That is our new mission statement. Why? And knowing that we have the mission, where do we, what do we want to achieve? And it's, that's part of the, the vision. And the vision is that every person will live a life transformed by Christ, that every person will live a life transformed by Christ. In order to do that, we need uh, the, the equipment of uh, tools that we'll need to help us in that mission and vision, and that's where we have the core values. Last week, I began with the very first one. Why not start with the first that sets a foundation, and that is God's Word. Now, I normally tell you every weekend, have you missed it? You know, uh, check out on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. I highly encourage you, if you were not here last week or if you missed it on our uh, online, please, uh, uh, I highly encourage you to check it out as it begins our series uh, of this sermon series that leads us uh, for the future and what we need to do as a mission and vision. Uh, and you'll see that you have the lights on, so I encourage you last week, start bringing your own Bibles uh, in print format or... If you have the digital device, you can, uh, whether it's your, your cell phone or another device, you can download the Uversion app and you could check out the, the, the scriptures there. Uh, on the Uversion app, you'll have, you can share plans or, or you can also see our sermon study guides in that Uversion. So if you go in there, you download it, it's free. Uh, and select New Hanover UMC, uh, United Methodist Church, and you'll be able to grab that uh, sermon study. Uh, and so, with that, I want to share with you that if you don't have your own Bible and you come to, uh, to our worship service, we do have a limited number of Bibles uh, as before you enter the sanctuary. Love for you to grab it. And if you need one for the rest of, you know, throughout the week, please make sure you take it with you. If not, you can place them back on the table for the next worship service. Now, with that in mind, uh, again, that was uh, the God's Word. That was the set the foundation for our core value. Today's message is uh, the core value is about relationships. You see, it's important for us to know about the authority of God, the Word of God, but that's not the only thing that, that helps us to grow together. That way we can impact the world. How can we do that? The value of relationships. I, I remember several uh, years ago that I went and did the, what they call strength finder. You go in and it gives you the five top strengths that you have. Because most of the time when we live our lives, we really uh, beat ourselves up when we have weaknesses. And we focus more on the weaknesses versus our strengths. In those, uh, the top five for me, laid out in, in columns, it was mainly relation, uh, relational. I am a relational person. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. And most of the time, yes, apart from here on the stage, if you see me out on the, on the, uh, uh, in the community or in a grocery store or you invite me out to dinner, I just want to let you know I love uh, Texas Roadhouse. Hint, hint, just in case you need that. But uh, to be able to meet people and just talk to people, right? I'm a relational person. 
But in order to build that foundation also in our spiritual lives, we have to understand that there are relationships that we have to build. And the first and foremost is that relationship with God. In the midst of anything else, yes, you can have relationships with other people, but what happens if you're like me, you've been in situations that you felt like you are alone, no siblings, no family, no neighbors, no friends around you, and you feel like you are alone. And if you go back to that moment, can you see God still available in that midst that when you felt that no one else was around you, God was still there? So we can continue on living life and there was gonna be some moments you're going to feel like you're all alone. But in reality, if you reach out to God, if you uh, call out to God and just sense his presence, it's important for us to have a relationship with God. And why so important? Even the uh, scriptures, Jesus is talking here on Matthew 19. And by the way, if you have your Bibles, here's the way I'm gonna do this. Moving forward, and I'll make some changes if need to. I will let you know what scripture passage you need to uh, look for because when I say look, um, uh, look, open your Bibles, that means the words will not be up on the screen. But if I have other scripture references that is only one verse or something, I'll just share it and those verses will be up on the screen. For example, Matthew 19, you don't have to look this up. Verse 29 says, this is Jesus speaking. He says, and everyone who has given up houses or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or children, or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit eternal life. You see, in the midst of not having anyone else, you can still, it's important to have a relationship with God. Now, if you have your Bible, please open them up, or your devices, open them up to Matthew chapter 22. I'm going to be reading verses uh, 37 through 39. I'm going to give you a moment uh, here. Uh, Matthew 22, verses 37 through 39. And this here, as you're looking for it, the Pharisees were asking a question to Jesus about the, what is the most important commandment. And then this is Jesus' response. Okay, this is uh, verse 37. And this is from the NLT version. Your, your translation may be a little different. Jesus said, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. You see, this, the, the fundamental part of relationships in the, in the scriptures, in the God's word, you got the Old Testament and you got the New Testament. And here we actually find the connection between the two when Jesus is speaking and he's saying to love the Lord your God with your, your, you know, your heart, your soul, your mind. He's referring back to the Old Testament scripture of Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 through 5. So there's a connection between the two. Not only are you talking about uh, a love uh, in the New Testament, there's uh, God is love also in the Old Testament as difficult as it is sometimes to understand the Old Testament. So Jesus is uh, referring back to Deuteronomy. Now Jesus makes it very clear that the very first part is to love God and then also then love our neighbors. There's a, a Greek word when he talks about loving like, or one another, there's a Greek word that's called alelon. Alelon, and that means uh, one another or each other or mutually. Okay, and you can actually find that in when you're looking at the Greeks uh, in the scriptures and things, you're going to see that more than a hundred times. And part of that you're going to see here, I'm not going to go into scriptures, but you'll see, you'll hear about love one another, to serve one another, 
You'll uh, forgive one another. You'll, uh, it, let me see other ones. Uh, let me see, let me see. A, a bunch of other uh, uh, one another's, all right? Um, and so in the scriptures, it is important when you see more than 100 times, talks about one another, that means it's not by yourself. It's not to be lived in seclusion all by yourself. It's one another, and that's how God wants us to build relationships, not just with God, but with him, but also with other people. In fact, today I'm going to invite um, uh, our guests, uh, individuals to come up. as Corey and, uh, and Eric Tuma, and I'm going to ask them up to uh, the, the altar area stage, and please give them a warm new Hanover UMC welcome. As they're coming forward, they know, I mean, if I ask you a question regarding uh, relationships, I'm pretty sure you'll have your own story. So I want to share with you, uh, they want to be able to share with you some of their stories of how it was important for them to build and have the relationships as they were missionaries in Macha, Zambia. Uh, hello, uh, Eric and, and, and Corey. In fact, for those individuals who are here for the very first time or watching online uh, that didn't know about uh, Macha, Zambia, can you let them know what the ministry was about? Just a little bit so that way they understand where you come sure. from. Sure. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Um, Eric and I would have been attending New Hanover. I've um, grown up in this congregation. And so right around 2013, 2012, I think it was when, um, if some of you remember, the Christmas offering would have been given to help build our home that we would then um, live in and establish ministry there in Zambia. And so that was 2012, 2013, we moved to Zambia. And really the goal, um, we were working with a sports ministry organization. So how can you use sport um, to build community and point, point people to the goodness of God. And so that looks like a lot of things. Um, you'll see some photos there of what it ended up evolving into. But really um, what started as an after-school recreation program expanded to a sports complex to include soccer and basketball, disc golf, volleyball. Um, and then we expanded into learning in a library space. And really what it was was um, getting to know our neighbors, finding out what their needs were in the community, and then coming alongside them and supporting that vision um, to establish spaces where people could congregate, build community, be known um, by one another. Well, amen. Uh, now, Eric, for example, where the ministry is now to when it first started is certainly different. Uh, how important was it when you're building that relationship, uh, not just with God, but with people? How important was that for your area of ministry? Oh, it's really important because, you know, sitting here, we can have ideas of what might work in Zambia. Um, but once you get there, you, you find that, you know, th this is not maybe what we knew at all. Okay. And so, as you trust that, hey, the Lord led us here, you know, we got to build relationships to establish trust with our new neighbors and find out from them, listen to them, and find out, well, what makes sense to them in their culture for ministry and so it, it's really important especially for that trust and because when you have that relationship with your neighbors combined with the, the trust in the Lord together then exciting things can happen. Oh, amen. And so the, definitely the, the relationships are important. So let me ask you, um, Corey, you mentioned a moment ago that you were from New Hanover here at this church and Pastor Dave, under Pastor Dave Lewis and your family's here. Uh, when you went over to Macha, Zambia, how important was it, you know, with the relationship that you had here when you went over there? Because at that time, many miles away, but how important was it for the relationships you had here? Sure. Yeah, um, it was really meaningful to see earlier the video of the youth um, weekend 
that they just had, um, I would have been built into in the same way in this congregation. So grew up in a youth group, um, was challenged and encouraged and held accountable in that space. And then um, through all the relationships that were built within this congregation, moved to Zambia and really tried to connect the two to say I was known in this space. I love this space. Gilbertsville is my home. Um, Zambia became my new home. How can we connect those two places to care for one another, right? Like the body of Christ is is so expansive and large. Um, We are all sisters and brothers in Christ that transcends borders. And so the relationships I had here that were established um, were incredibly generous um, in helping us to build those new relationships programming that would have um, informed me here, we were able to then create in that space as well. But it took like a whole, a whole two communities of people to pull it all off. Oh, amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I went over to uh, Mata Zambia when I went on a trip to see other missionaries in Malawi, ended up in Zambia. I went to visit uh, the, uh, the, the Tumas. And then one night it was the Botswana. It was an overnight safari. Uh, and I was able to experience all that. But for example, Individuals who, I'm talking about relationships, individuals who are here and weren't able to go physically, and they may feel like I'm, there's no relationship or they're not connected. What, what, can, what kind of words of encouragement can you tell them? Um, I would say, I know it, maybe it sounds small, but you know, over the almost 10 years that we were there, like Corey said, our relationships here um, enabled us in so many ways to build something there. Um, so whether it was financial or through prayer or just through words of encouragement shared with us, our staff, the people we have left behind in Zambia, are, they're moving forward Amen. with the ministry that people here helped us build. Well, so I know, it might sound small, but it's not, and it's, it's a big thing. It's a definitely a connection, even though we're miles, uh, miles apart, right? Uh, and so if you're here for the first time, you, you uh, heard that the, was it, 2012, 2013, the Christmas offering, because we give 100% of our Christmas offering away, the Macha Zambia was one of the recipients, and they were able to build a home. And what, what are they doing with that home uh, now that you're back in the States? Yeah, so the home that you all helped us build um, is now being lived in and called home by the new director of the ministry. And so our goal was to go over there, establish programming alongside the community, and then really authentically hand that over to the community so that they're directing it um, and growing it and evolving it. Um, and so Gerald is his name. Coach Gerald and his family are living in that home and directing that ministry fully. Well, it's so awesome. Again, uh, relationships are so important. Any last words you want to share with the congregation or, and with those watching online? Yeah, I just said to Pastor Ricky, um, I would be just grateful for one last opportunity to stand on this stage and thank you all. Um, I don't know that all of you know this ministry or the two of us, um, but this church has given generously to help us create and build this programming alongside the community of Matcha. It's no small thing. Um, and the ways children are encouraged and built into in this congregation, um, I, it's just a real privilege and gift to have helped to try and create that in, in a similar um, way in a, in a very different context. So thank you all for giving generously. All right. Please give them a round of applause. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Amen. Relationships are important, not just with God, but with people. I'm going to invite you to please open up to your Bible in 1 John chapter 4. Now, I do want to let you know, this is not the gospel of John. I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to help you out here. It is at the end of the New Testament uh, books. It's not uh, the regular gospel. This is 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. And so, as I'm also looking for it here, 
I want to share with you, this is what Jesus, you know, talking about the first John, it is that it talks about length, about love, and what it means to us as Christians. And I want to look at three fundamental uh, parts of love here in this uh, short passage. So first John, chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. It says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. Now this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. And verse 11 says, dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love one another. Now, it is important for us, the fundamental ways of, of, uh, of looking at this passage, when we look at God, the way that God has done for us, what, that he loved us first. I believe that's a welcoming, that God's saying, here, I love you, and come to me, have, uh, have a relationship with me. How many of you have gone to a restaurant or a business, and you are greeted by a greeter who is not as kind or their, their, their body language shows something else different. Um, oh, am I the only one? Okay. All right. So, so, so you've been there. You've been there, right? You've been there and be like, man, I, this, this person is not approachable, right? But what happens when you go to a location and the person is with smiles and welcoming you and, and guiding you? Would you like to go here? Would you like to go there? It's, it's so welcoming. So here, just think about it this way, how God loved us first in order for us to know his love and how do we know by his love that he sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die for us, and he became the ultimate sacrifice for our sins? And therefore, if we are to love God because of what Jesus Christ has done, is, can't we love other people? And I want to share with you one of the passages. You don't have to look this up, but if you're taking notes, you can, you can write it down. Now, the Gospel book of, uh, of John, chapter 15, uh, verses uh, 12 and 13. Jesus is saying, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus knew the betrayal that was going to happen. He knew what pain and the suffering that he had to go through, but he still went on with it for you and for me. And then when you talk about that type of love, uh, and especially with love in a Christian sense, it's not an option. I'm going to invite you to please open up to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And this uh, passage will be familiar to you because it talks about love and the things that we can or cannot do uh, in our lives that we want recognition for, but it's really to point, the things that we do should point people unto the awesome work that God has done for us. And so let's see here, of chapter 13 of the First Corinthians, only the first three verses. It says, if I could speak all the languages on earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood, uh, understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could have moved mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, 
I would have gained nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a commandment straight from the mouth of our Savior, and our love should reflect the love Jesus has for us. I want to share with you a few scripture references. Matthew 5, you don't have to look these up. Matthew 5, verses 43 to 44. You have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. That's a tough passage to uh, do that. To, to love your, your enemies? But Luke chapter 6, verse 32 says, if you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. And the last passage I have for you is Philippians. I'm going to ask you to open up to Philippians chapter 2, verses 2 through 5. Philippians chapter 2, verses 2 through 5. Because in our relationships, how can we love those who are unlovable or unlikable? It actually begins with our attitude. Chapter 2, verses 2 to 5. Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same, here it is, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. It takes effort, the intentionality of building relationships with people, especially those that may be a little difficult to love or, you know, or unlikable. But here's the part, what about if we're the ones that are, feels like people feel like they're, they, they can't love or, or unlikable? That's, that's tough to hear. You know why I say that is because there are times that when you think about Christians, uh, it, it's not always that they don't paint the, the, the great picture of what a Christ uh, follower should be. When people, and I've been, I've been in ministry for over 20 years, there are people who are in our communities who would say, it says, oh, you go to church, you know, I, you would hope that they would say, that's a great church, they, 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 they love people, they do this, they do that, but sometimes I've actually heard people say, oh, church, I'm not going to go to a place that is full of hypocrites. I've heard that throughout my years at different locations. But what happens is when we love people, and sometimes we have to realize that if we are supposed to be followers of Christ and ambassadors of Christ, that we are to represent who he is out in the community, it's kind of tough to do when we're not doing the word of God. We're not living by his standards. I love relationships, as I mentioned earlier, building relationships no matter where people are. And you know that in relationships, people, uh, the relationships go up and they go down. All right, and, the, and it's based on experiences, and I've had my own. I wish I could tell you that I've had that every relationship that I've been with, you know, or a builder, that they're still strong. Unfortunately, that's not the case, and I'm being honest with you. I love the uh, I love the people and the things that I've also messed up in the midst of that too. It's not I'm not looking and I'm blaming people, but I'm also got to look at myself like I, I did something I wasn't supposed to do. All right, and so you, you're going to have those ups and downs in your relationship. And the reason why I'm also wearing this uh, uh, jersey here is not just because of the Eagles uh, uh, game and, and, and the team, which I, I do love. Uh, 
And by the way, if you don't know what, the, what I'm talking about, it's, it's Eagles is an NFL football team, uh, in case you didn't know that. But, but no, I'm not trying to insult your intelligence here. But let's say, for example, I have relationships with people who are from church and relationships with people who are not from church. I have relationships with people who know about God. And I got relationships with people who don't believe in God. I have relationships with people that uh, have a different style of living than I do and those that are similar to mine. Relationships is so important to love God and to love people. But here's the part, when I, when I say this about the jersey, I can have a conversation and it's going to be open and whether it's uh, at a Starbucks or at a Dunkin' Donut or at a restaurant and, I, and I, I could be sitting as someone who loves the Eagles, sitting down with someone who likes the New York Giants for whatever reason that is. or the Dallas Cowboys, or <laughs> I can have relationships with the individuals because it's about the, the, the people. And what better way? God didn't want us to live in seclusion all by ourselves. He wanted to have people and, and grow in that relationship. So how can you have, in a sense, you can have that build up relationship with God, but if you don't have a relationship with people, how will you grow? Our mission is to pursue Christ, to grow together, and impact the world. You can't do that in seclusion. You have to be out there being the light of Christ out in the world that so desperately needs a word of encouragement, a word of hope. And that hope can be found in that foundation that we have built, and that is through Jesus Christ. Same Christ who died for us, that rose for us. That his blood was shed for our sins when we don't deserve it, that he loved you and me first before we even loved him. Relationships are so important. Let's continue to build upon it. Let us pray. God, we're thankful for your love, your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness, the things that we so desperately need because we don't deserve it. But we're thankful that because you have given your one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die for us, let us experience that forgiveness. When we're feeling that we're all alone, when we're really not. Even when our families are not around us, when our friends are not around us, even other church people are not around us, sometimes we feel alone and we feel like just putting ourselves away and closing ourselves up from others. That wherever we go, God, you're still there. Help us to feel your presence. That we wrap up in your arms, God. To feel that comfort, that reassurance that you have not left us nor forsaken us. Because we have the great gift and the precious Holy Spirit. who continues to lead us and guide us to know who you are, that we can continue to pursue you and seek you and your kingdom first and as well as building relationships with others. Help us because we need it. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited for this series. Uh, again, this is the relationships as its core value. I'm looking forward to next week's message. Bring your family, bring your friends, bring your neighbor, uh, and just continue to build relationships. Remember, 
You can build it with others, but don't forget about your relationship you have with God. I'm going to ask you to please stand if you're able to, and uh, we'll close out this service here today. God bless.